0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the quest for new inspiration. As always, I am here to share a little bit of inspiration from some pretty awesome people. Um, My name is KT Mashler and if you like this podcast, make sure you are subscribed and share it with a friend. It truly does mean a difference for my little podcast. This week, I am super excited to share with you one of my favorite Instagrammers. I truly go to her Instagram every single morning just to check out what she's doing, what kind of relaxation she can provide for me today. Her name is Tara Swan. She is an emotional and empowerment coach, and we chat about transforming anxiety, how to deal with self-doubt and low confidence, as well as treating yourself with unconditional happiness and self-love. Also, you get to hear a little bit of our chat about my mission about trying to meditate. So if you have any recommendations to beginners to meditation or anything like that, send them my way. I'm trying it out. I hope Tara inspires you as much as she's inspired me.
1: Hey, and thank you for having me here. Um, so my name's Tara Swan. I am an emotion and empowerment coach. certified health coach certified life mindset coach but i work with people on emotions and emotional empowerment um i'm an independent mom of two beautiful boys i live in western australia and i guess like the one thing that kind of identifies me is i grew up by the ocean and i love the beach like if you ever want to find me it's my happy place it's my healing place That's where you'll find me in summer every day. It's just, yeah. Um, And I guess lastly, my mission in life is to help people transform anxiety, self-doubt and low confidence into lasting, unconditional happiness and self-love. Love Love it. So people always kind of have a
0: path to what led them to being, you know, a wellness coach or a life coach. What was kind of your path or initiating event?
1: Yeah, so it definitely stemmed from my own personal journey. Um which is a long story, but I'll try and keep it short. Um basically I struggled with chronic anxiety and depression for most of my life. I want to say from about 12 years old, but I think there was parts of my childhood where I had anxiety as well. Um, right up until about 31 years old. So I'm 34 now. So the last three years have been a huge transformational journey for me. Um but basically to make a really long story short, I I healed through holistic health, so changing my food and lifestyle, as well as like a lot of mindset work and mindfulness and releasing trapped emotions. So that was probably the biggest thing that helped me overcome my anxiety quickly and permanently. And that's why I'm so passionate about it now, because I think most of us have trapped emotions, but we don't actually realize that they still in there and they're still controlling a lot of what we do so yeah um that's basically just yeah sums it up yeah
0: so when you're kind of like when you kind of dealt with these struggles what kind of inspiration did you lean on where did you get inspiration to kind of get out of that
1: yeah so I guess just seeing my own progress inspired me it kind of almost became, I don't want to say an addiction because that is something that I have struggled with in the past as well. But yeah, it became kind of became an addiction. Like I, I would see progress and I would see myself sort of all these mini transformations and that sort of inspired me to keep going, to keep trusting myself. And it is in those small steps that you see radical change. And it's it's in those small steps that you're like, okay, like if I just have to do this one thing at a time, I can keep growing. I can't keep evolving. And all of a sudden, three years later, I've gone from this person that couldn't speak to anyone to jumping on this, like a podcast, which is something that I would never have dreamed of doing in my life. Like it would be way too scary to jump on something like this three years.
0: (laughs) Uh, People always say that like podcasting is like what it sounds so scary like I'm like like uh, it is totally just a reported video that I'm releasing audio for yes a lot are raw and dumb and unfiltered like fine but (laughs) um yeah they're not that scary I promise anyone who's listening I I promise I don't bite.
1: yeah and I think I don't know we seem to build up these stories in our mind about all the things that could go wrong or what if people think you're stupid or what if people think like what would people think of you and I think, yeah, a lot of my journey was overcoming fears like that as well through releasing trapped emotions or through just uh, realizing what fears actually meant and being able to overcome those things and build that love and trust within myself so that I did have no fear because basically fear is just an illusion, you know? So yeah, it's um when you, like we don't learn these things in school, right? So when you actually do delve into this stuff yourself and start realizing that you have infinite potential you just you want to keep going and you want to get out of that place that you're in so you mentioned fear as
0: being like an illusion do you want to like elaborate on that i love that yeah
1: well i mean fear isn't really what you think it is like we have this we have how okay, many is um like fear of rejection for example so if you have a fear of rejection it's not the rejection. It's not the fear itself that you're actually afraid of. It's not the rejection itself that you're afraid of. It's what the re- rejection is going to bring up within you that is already present within you. So like my question, I guess for anyone that has fear of rejection, like what are you not accepting within yourself? What are you rejecting about yourself? That feeling of not being enough is already present within you. And that is what's being triggered. And that's what you're afraid to feel as opposed to the actual fear of rejection itself. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay, so you also mentioned earlier your two little boys. I'm sure they provide plenty of inspiration. Do you have any other people in your life that provide inspiration?
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, there's so many people. Like, I think I, I find inspiration from the people that I work with for sure. Definitely, other women in business that I work with. I think they inspire me every day. My clients and seeing their progress and just the smiles on their faces when they do have a win you know that inspires me yeah i mean my partner at the moment he's really insightful and you know shifts my perspective on a lot of things and that inspires me um i guess that encouragement is beautiful as well so yeah that's awesome
0: so if you are kind of struggling with i guess a bad day what are kind of your recommended
1: tools to kind of move forward with that. Mm, yeah. I think sometimes when we're having a bad day or if it starts off bad, we can let that sort of continue on throughout the rest of the day and just it sort of creates more bad situations or we focus on those things. So it seems a lot worse than what it is. But to be honest, if I right now the first thing that I say to myself when I wake up is like thank you for another beautiful, inspiring day. And like that kind of sets the mood for the day. But if something does happen and I'm like, oh no, like it's going to be a bad day. Like I stick to my morning routine. I think a solid morning routine is so important. It sort of sets your energy for the day, sets the tone for the day. So in my morning routine, I meditate, you know, usually for about 10 or 20 minutes and not long. I journal out as I'm having my breakfast and my coffee in the morning. And as I'm journaling, like I'll journal gratitude, I'll journal what I would like to achieve for the day, what it would feel like to achieve that. Um, yeah, and and I really set my energy in my journaling practice every day and then I try and get outside to do some movement or if I can't get outside if it's raining, I'll do some yoga or some, you know, slow movements inside or dance. Like I love dancing around. That makes me feel really good. And I don't care because no one's watching, right? You can just dance and be as silly as you like <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess just like being in nature and grounding yourself is really powerful as well. So going back to the meditation, I'm going to be real honest.
0: I meditated today. I tried it. My mom's trying to get me to try it because I'm not good at relaxing. Didn't work well for me. What is your kind of recommendation or advice to someone who doesn't really like to meditate, but
1: is trying to. Yeah, you know, I think we hold an attachment to what meditation should be. Like it should be this send out experience where we're completely relaxed, like our mind is calm. I'm gonna be honest with you, like it's not easy for me either. My mind is always active. It's always racing. There's always like it's always wandering off in different directions, you know? So I think releasing the attachment to what you think meditation should be for you and just being okay with what comes up for you in that time. But a couple of things that really help me are like, if I'm trying to visualize about something, like if I'm trying to cultivate good feelings, I'll visualize something that, you know, I would love to happen or I want to manifest in my life. The other thing is, if I'm just trying to calm my mind, I'll focus on a noise around me. So like I live by the ocean so like I'll focus on the sound of the waves crashing or if my heater or air con is on I'll focus on the humming of that Um, and of course my mind wanders again like I just have to keep bringing my focus back to that so there are a couple of things that that are really helpful but definitely just being okay with yeah just releasing the expectation of what you think meditation should be. Perfect well
0: Do you have any kind of last piece of advice to
1: share with me tonight? Yeah, I guess, like, I don't know, I've got got lots of advice. I mean,
0: (laughs) summary, give me a three, four, 30-second summary. (laughs) Summary? Um, I mean,
1: I think practicing self-love is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself because when you focus on that love and cultivate that love within yourself you're going to attract that around you as well so we say like a lot of people think that taking care of yourself and and doing things for yourself is selfish especially mums like they always put the children first but the thing is not only are we when we're cultivating that love within ourselves we're attracting it around us but also When we cultivate that love within ourselves and when we do things for ourselves, we show up better for other people around us well. So it is a lot of the time the most selfless thing you can do.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: Well, if anybody wants to learn more about
0: you or connect with you, where can they go?
1: They can, yeah, the best place is probably on Instagram at it's Swan and swans with double N
0: perfect i actually watched her
1: instagram this morning and for a couple days now every morning
0: so i'm trying to get in like a habit of watching relaxing people instead of you know chaotic people in the morning so i love it i'll definitely have those in the show notes thank you so much for joining me yeah
1: and thank you so much for having me here
0: And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for tuning in. It truly does make a difference. Make sure you share it with a friend or follow us on social media. If you have inspirational advice, go ahead and DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I am always looking for new stories.